it's uh, good to have you on. It's been a while since we've actually spoke in any great depth because of everything that's gone on this year. I think we were just discussing before we um, before we started recording that it was probably like early on in the year, like uh, February, Gen- January, Feb. Yeah, would have been one of the um, the shows. Void of Vision, I think you said it was. Yeah, yeah. So at, at Northcote, yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's just so long ago, man. I've missed all the. Um, all the the live shows and and bands this year, man. It's just been horrible. Yeah, it's it's shit. <laughs> it sucks. Like the industry's like copped it so bad. Oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Like, all I've got a lot of friends, obviously, like you included, in, in the industry that have just this year completely, you know, dropped. They've dropped the ball, I guess, in terms of what they've the support for the industry. It doesn't seem like there's been much. Have you have you no. actually ha- seen much support going on? Yeah, <laughs> it's not at it's all. Difficult. It's, yeah, it's it's sad to see, man. Mm. But you've been keeping busy anyway, and I'm sure there's still things that that can be done during these uh during these times. So just, I mean, I haven't seen you all year. So give give me a, a breakdown of, of kind of what's been happening for for the yeah. year. Like, what have you been doing? Well, um, l- luckily, I'm still working at the moment or have been throughout this whole time um you know uh hanging out with my housemates so i'm not too lonely so (laughs) yeah yeah did you just move in there recently in february like just before all this covid stuff happened so it hasn't like for me it hasn't been that bad Mm. but uh it, it did affect me like i was meant to go to america and see my brother he lives there and yeah yeah but um yeah i had to cancel that so what was that planned for april april may yeah i was meant to be there for five weeks so spending three weeks with my brother and then two weeks on my own just riding riding my bike so i was going to take my bike with me. oh yeah you can take it up there yeah yeah plane just just i didn't know i didn't like i mean yeah i've got a I got a bike bag. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Yeah, is that is that you have to like put in an extra like payment thing to to get that? Um, that was, oh, it depends what. <laughs> no, it depends what bike bag it is. Like the one I have, it can just go as like normal luggage, but you can get ones that are like for heavy baggage, which you have to pay the extra fees and mm, all that. It. Yeah. That's right. It's a shame that you didn't get to go over there. But have you ever actually been over there to see your brother? Yeah, I went uh, back in 2014, oh, I think. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. That's when he was doing like an exchange program through uni, working oh, at yeah. Disney World. And so, yeah, me and dad went there to visit him. And yeah, and then once, once he came back to Australia, finished off uni, um, applied for the green card. And yeah, he's been living there for last three three years yeah. i think yeah i think i think i actually knew that i think you were you were telling me that you were planning on going and, and it's a shame you didn't get to go are you gonna have you looked at rescheduling or just not yet just kind of put on the back burners yeah i i, I definitely want to go but just yeah don't know yet when because of all this covid stuff and the borders being closed yeah it's just ruined everything. So when you do get to go back, have you got some places in mind you want to go to? Um, yeah, I was actually 
meant to stay at a mate's place in Los Angeles and just ride BMX bikes. Like, um, I'll probably, I don't know, to be honest. I'm thinking like when I, when I do go, I'll probably go for a bit longer because I'm like saving more at the moment. And yeah, you managed to save up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, saving up the annual leave. So, um, how you, you said you got a friend there that you might stay with. How'd you manage to get a friend in America? Oh, <laughs> so, so, um, when I went, so my cousin got married in Mexico, <laughs> um, yeah, right. a, a, few, a few years ago. So I went to the wedding and whatnot. And then I had my own little holiday in the States after that. And I went to LA, San Fran. And when I was bike riding in LA, I met, well, I stayed near a BMX shop and he actually worked at that BMX shop. Okay. So I would go there just to hang out with him and talk. And then, um, we sort of just kept in touch on social media and he, he mentioned if I just need a place to stay or if I'm out there visiting. Yeah. I'm oh, fuck yeah. To, yeah 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 the, yeah the dude's a legend yeah that's all right man that's sick that's good to have friends like overseas especially if like if you have the ability to go there and hang out with him like he's because obviously he's into bmxing as well and i know i know you're mm. very into it yeah yeah <laughs> so you've been, you've been doing a fair bit of that lately um yeah i have been especially now because skate parks are open but even when they'll close i was just riding some street spots and yeah fuck i mean yeah <laughs> it's not like you're riding people you know not like no, the, no. You know, the the guys who ride on, on the road with their their racer bikes they, they're riding like huddles of like four or five guys and you, you look at like that's not social distancing <laughs> yeah no exactly <laughs> and you can't even go to a skate park you know it's all right you can you can go now so it's yeah it's, which is which is sweet <laughs> Been, it's been um what a week is it been a week or two weeks now since they opened them up again i think about a week or a week, just yeah. yeah 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 i did see that you posted um on your instagram that you were you actually had the bike out and you were back at the park <laughs> yeah yeah it was a good feeling it's good feeling that's <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be able to get back into your hobbies i'm still waiting mate gyms are still closed yeah i oh, believe no, it dude. that sucks like even like the gyms like they're struggling at the moment Oh yeah, they, oh. they'd be getting, they'd be really like, obviously all of the money they would be making this year is they're not making and, and everyone's memberships are just on hold. So it's not like they're getting anything out of it really. I mean, they can't continue oh, yeah. running memberships, but oh well, it's yeah, so music, music's gone for me. The gyms are gone. I mean, mm. I've had to start this podcast just to keep myself busy. <laughs> but it's yeah. good though. I have people like you on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's like another thing. I, I bought myself a camera during like this lockdown and I was oh, yeah. like, just, I don't know, something to do, something, something to do, like just take photos and it's pretty fun. <laughs> like a, a proper DSLR camera? Yeah. Like a, a film camera. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. from the sixties. Oh, so you got like a vintage one. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. So how'd you manage to get into that? Just decided to, to do it get out and go take oh, some photography well because where i live it's like along the maribyrnong river and sometimes i'll go for walks or cycle and i just look at like i don't know the bridge i'm like that's cool i'll take a photo of it like on my phone <laughs> yeah yeah. and yeah. then that's sort of like made me think like oh 
why, why don't I just get a camera? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a good way to, um, to think about it. You know, might as well just get yourself a camera, especially, you know, you chuck in your backpack while you're riding around yeah. and then just take photos of, of things, you know, places. Yeah. Yeah. And especially the time, like, especially like film photos, like I, I feel like they just, I don't know, like capture a moment and you can get a story from it rather than like, oh, I don't know, like, Digital photos are cool, but like film photos just have yeah. something about them. So. Yeah, they got a unique, unique, you know, old school vibe about it. Like more, uh, they, they, look, they look cool, you know. Yeah. They're, they're just better. I know what you mean. A lot of people have gotten into it a lot this year. Like lots of, I think lots of our friends are probably doing a, a very similar things, taking photos, using, using film. <laughs> so it's good that you've gotten into that. Are you going to actually like branch out and do a little bit more like look into it more maybe yeah. actually go do some proper photography stuff i think so like i like at the skate park i want to take photos of my mates riding um yeah I, I, maybe shows when when that happens <laughs> you know yeah, take yeah, my camera yeah. to shows right. it's good to have a record of all that stuff yeah so Going back to B BMXing because we've been touching on it, but I know you're you've been in it for for a while. B BMXing, and I know you love it. You've you've always post videos of you doing all these crazy tricks that I could never imagine myself doing. You know, I love the one where so you're coming backwards down down the ramp and you kind of like bunny hop and do like oh, yeah. one eighty. I was like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> so how'd you learn? Like, how'd you start getting into BMXing? Um. I remember, uh, I think I was about 12 or 11. Uh, Mum took me to the Royal Melbourne show and there was like a skate ramp with bike riders. Mm -hmm. And I literally, I just stayed there the whole day. Poor mum, she probably wanted to go like <laughs> look around in other places. But yeah, the whole day we just like watched th these people ride bikes and do tricks. And I thought it was just I don't know, the most amazing thing. <laughs> yeah. And I even had a show bag and I got the show bag and in the show bag, I had like a hat, a DVD, stickers. and Old, old school stickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've probably watched that DVD that many times. But, um, <laughs> but I didn't actually really get a bike until I was about 16, I think, because it was until, yeah, until I got my first job, I saved up and bought a bike and that's like when it really sort of took off for me, I guess. Hmm. You got yourself a neat little BMX. Can you remember what brand it was? Yeah. The first one you got? Like yeah, yeah, Mongoose or something like that? No, it was, it was a fly. Fly bikes. Fly. Oh, okay. I think I've actually, I've actually heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that was the, a while ago. Yeah. I think it was a fly proton or something. Yeah. I can't really remember the name of the model. Would have been your pride and joy. When you got that <laughs> yeah well it probably lasted me about a year until i had to upgrade because it kind of broke on me <laughs> uh, you did you rode it to death mate <laughs> yeah so did did you jump like so you got your first bike at 16 um and then you just did you just jump straight into like the skate parks and going up and down the ramps and doing all that or was it was it like a gradual you know you were just riding around oh, the streets well, and then I rode scooters for a little bit because, yeah, my parents were like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not getting you a 
bike. We just bought you a mountain bike. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, all right. I was, so I just rode a, rode a scooter until I was able to like work and buy a bike. So I was quite familiar with skate parks and, mm. you know, how to sort of drop in and ride the ramps and all that. You were doing all that on scooters first? Yeah. Hmm. I would imagine a scooter is probably a little bit more difficult to, to do that sort of stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> sometimes no. I'll, no, no, like sometimes I'll, when there's a kid at the skate park, I'll be like, Hey, can I have a turn of your scooter? Mm. And like riding it, riding it now is actually so much harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can always imagine scooters at like, I'm always worried. It's, it's, it's so awkward, especially like if you're oh, doing they are, yeah, because, cause they're so like, little <laughs> the balance points are like oh I don't, it's just yeah weird yeah, see, <laughs> seeing seeing the guys that that are good enough to do like the when they they jump and then they'll spin the the bottom and then land back on it i'm always like i i would never even think to try that i can't imagine it hitting oh, your leg like ankle and like ankle. Your ankle. The, <laughs> oh dude that that's happened to me a couple of times worse oh. Worst yeah, I, I, there's no way that I would even even think to think to do that. It would just like I've I've hit my ankles doing just like stupid bullshit stuff when I was a kid, and I just can't imagine like doing like the full three. Yeah, scooter, <laughs> scooter to the ankle. Oh, have you had many big falls? Um, not really. Kind of. I don't know. It's just a part of it, really. Like the knee injury was probably the worst thing I've had um but i haven't really okay ate we'll, shit. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep along the timeline so we'll, we'll we'll get to the knee injury but pro, so prior to that you you've you've gone scootering and you've learned and you've got your first bike and you just kind of jump straight into um the skate parks with the bike because you, you were already confident with it with the scooter so like how long did you spend, you know, until you got real confident, you, you know, on the bike in, in the skate ramps, like was straight away uh, over a few years or? Jeez. Oh, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I'd say at least a year or two, maybe. I don't know. I don't really try things that I know I can't do. I just kind of do what I know I can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, do you, what's what's the type of? Because I, I know you, I know you do BMX, but I haven't. I know, I know you've posted videos. I haven't seen a video of you backflipping, so I don't imagine you've ever done a big backflip no, on your on your bike. No, nah, <laughs> nah, I did. I did learn to backflip on the on a scooter, but that was Ooh, like <laughs> that was that was that was ages ago. You, actually, like, yeah, you landed it that was a, on Resi, which is like a soft ramp, but oh, I haven't okay. actually. I, I was too scared to do it onto like <laughs> concrete. Oh yeah, landing on your head, doing a backflip. Yeah, <laughs> like the motion of it is kind of easy, but it's just scary. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So what type of tricks like did you manage to to pull off that you were real happy with? Like on the BMX, you know, have you done anything that really stands out? Um, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just trying to think. I mean, any trick is more than what I can do. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like doing a good toboggan, which is a, was, is the trick where you grab your seat with and you have one hand on the handlebars. 
Right. Yeah, they, they, that's a that's a good feeling trick, I'd say. <laughs> so, so you so that coming off uh, off like a bowl? Yeah, yeah, or like in the air, or doing it okay. over a jump. Pretty much. So you just you grab you're grabbing the seat. So you what? You flip yeah, your yeah. legs like off from the pedals and like. <laughs> no, so you're like you're leaning, you're leaning back, and then you just grab your grab your oh, seat. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So one hand on the handlebars. Yeah. And one hand on the seat, and your legs are kind of thrown out the back. Yeah, yeah. Ah, fuck yeah! I, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see me try that. <laughs> do you have any videos on your um on your Instagram of you doing any do. tricks or anything like that? I, I have one of me doing a toboggan. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, Luke. Come on, get it up. Luke's gonna, Luke will see if he can find it on your Instagram. How far oh, down is it? is it? Is it from a while ago? <laughs> December last year, I think. Oh, okay. I shouldn't be too hard to find then. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sounds like a dope trick, man. Like, I can barely <laughs> really. <laughs> it's just a, or, it's um, a nice feeling trick. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Even, um, like, just like, you call it a bunny hop? Is, it, is that what you would call it? Yeah, like it's when just you, a hop. Yeah. Like you would call an ollie for a skateboarding like bunny hop, yeah. I guess is the equivalent to a, on a bike. Yeah, I can't skateboard much. either. I can't really do any of that extreme stuff. Oh, dude, skating is like... <laughs> skating is so crazy. Like, I don't know how those people... Like, it's so... It's so... It's just a piece of wood and they're doing, like, the craziest I, I stuff. I think this I is the understand. one of you doing the toboggan, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Have a look at this. Boom. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but are yeah, you... You'd, you'd uh, be hard-pressed to get me uh, going at least down the ramp without face planning like that. <laughs> uh, doing that drop-in for me would, would cause a, a nice scrape of the chin on the dirt. Oh, you don't want that. I think, I think there's been a few times, Luke, where you've stacked on your bike. Yes, there you go. What's this? Your, uh, yeah, this is a wall, wall ride? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Wall ride. Yeah, it's the same thing on, on skating. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Oh, yeah, a bit of a... Oh, look at that. Yeah, I couldn't do Pedal that. Grunts. So you want to say, is that a, a, so you grind and then what's the, is there a name for the exit off the grind or? Yeah, it's just like a, a fakie going backwards. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's the one I saw. That's the most recent one, isn't it? Six days ago. Yeah. 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 When skate parks opened. Just getting back into it. Yeah, yeah, I put that emoji to express me going, yeehaw. Oh, the cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag BMX, hashtag Oz yeah. BMX. So you kind of, so as well as getting back into it because of COVID um, and obviously skate parks are being closed, you also had uh, uh, an extended period of time away from BMXing because of the, the knee injury that we mentioned um, earlier on. So Tell us about when the knee injury happened. Cause I know it was probably a while ago now, but you actually went through a lot of um, rehab. So just yeah. tell us like how you did it oh, man. and, and the, the process of, of what occurred. So how I did it was I was doing like the littlest thing. It's always the little things that you have, you know, a bad injury. Mm. But I was just doing like a manual opposite 180 off like a little ledge. And I just put my foot down um and my my knee just like crunched i felt 
a crunch. I felt like I could hear that crunch and it was the most painful thing ever for like 10 minutes. And then I could walk on it and I was like, Oh, okay. That was weird. <laughs> but, um, I did get it looked at. So when I heard it, it was December, 2016. So everything was just closing up for the Christmas break and whatnot. So I thought I would get it looked at when everything opens, which was in the new year. So I got it looked at in yeah January, 2017. And they had a look at it, checked it out. And basically, I don't know if it was, they, they misdiagnosed. I don't know if that's the right word, but basically mm. they said, oh, I should be okay in a few months. Just let it heal up. But it actually was not okay. It was pretty bad. <laughs> wow. So they gave but, you the wrong, the wrong advice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I kind of knew that in the back of my mind, but I kind of trusted them because they're professionals and they do this, you know, like they're yeah professionals. So I was like, all right, maybe I'll just give it a while. And yeah, so it was still like, it was bad throughout all of 2017. And it was a pretty bad year for me mentally as well, because I couldn't exercise. I couldn't be active and, you know, going out all the time, drinking, partying and not eating properly. I also put on a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. That happens when you can't exercise. <laughs> yeah. So, and then it wasn't till the end of 2017, I got, got it looked at because it actually had locked up a couple of times my knee and it hadn't done that before. And basically the physio said, oh, we're going to send you off to a surgeon to get it looked at because it's not looking good. And then, yeah, so I had to get MRI, see a surgeon. And yeah, he, the surgeon was like, you need surgery. And I was like, so oh. it, it's been a year at this point. So all much, 2017, yeah. have you had pain this whole year? That, that whole year of 2017 or? Oh yeah. 20, 2017. I, I had like a, a limp, like I wasn't walking properly. I couldn't straighten my leg. So, so then yeah, fast yeah, was, forward to 18 and you get re-evaluated. So, yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. Cause at the end of 2017, I got the second look and they said, I'll need surgery. So then, yeah, I got surgery in, I think it was February in 2018. Yeah. So yeah, got, got my surgery and yeah. But before my surgery, I actually did some research about like, I don't know, like dieting and whatnot. So I was willing to do anything to just heal as quick as I could mm. after surgery. And that's what kind of led to me, for me to be on a plant-based diet or vegan. And yeah, because I did some research because I follow some other bike riders on Instagram and they've gone through like similar things and they've said like oh, they've on a plant-based diet, they feel great or mm. whatnot. So I was like, Oh, I might just give it a go, you know, see what, see what happens. And then like during the rehab 
doing the gym stuff and like eating like my diet, I felt amazing. Like it felt good to exercise. And yeah. And I actually got the all clear a bit earlier than expected or the average for ACL. Okay. Yeah. So usually it's like nine to 12 months is the average all when you get the all clear for your ACL Rico, but I got mine. I think it was about seven months. Hmm. So you yeah. beat the clock a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thing. So do you think that um, you changing your diet and looking into a plant-based um, and you know, health in general, you reckon that played a role in, in maybe healing a little bit quicker? I think so. But I actually, I also sort of stopped drinking. Oh, okay. You stopped drinking as well. alcohol as well yeah. as part of it. Yeah. And that's so something that you've kind of continued with. Well, I had a break from drinking during like the rehab and stuff. And then I don't know. I kind of go through periods where I'm like <laughs> drinking and then I'm like, nah, I have a break from drinking and then back to drinking. Yeah. And, On and yeah. off. A lot of people do that. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a good thing to do. I mean, drinking consistently all year round is a terrible idea. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I know. Like at the moment now I'm having a break from drinking. <laughs> Well, as you can see, I'll, I'll, I've got my water today. I haven't gotten my yeah. usually usually have a whiskey um, yeah. during these podcasts, but uh, no, today I thought uh, Jordan's not drinking, so it's a good reason for me not to drink either. <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> stay, stay sober together. <laughs> so you so you hurting your knee, um, and then looking to you know heal and get better, and obviously you said you'd gained a bit of weight. Um, you were looking to to lose that as well as your knee got yep. better. So it led you to then, you know, do research and, and ultimately transition to a, a vegan. Is it ve So you're vegan now? Were you vegan yeah. straight from the start or did you go vegetarian oh, then no, vegan? I was, I was already veg, but I was still eating like a shitload of cheese and eggs, which aren't the greatest yeah. and yeah. drinking milk as well. <laughs> So then you made the switch to uh, um, completely vegan and, and you've been yep. doing that for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ever since the surgery really, which was 2018, I don't know. I think so. It's okay. a couple of years, close to three. Yeah. And you feel, you feel much better now, um, you know, being, being vegan uh, than what you did say, you know, prior to the injury as well. And, and during the injury, you can, it's, it's a much better choice for you to be eating vegan. You can just feel a hell of a lot better. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I feel like I have a lot more energy. Um, I don't really get tired that much when I'm hmm. bike riding as well. That's good. Um, yeah. So give us a, well, give, give me, give me an insight in that, that year. So you hurt your knee at the end of 2016, um, and then you obviously embark on a 20 on 2017, which is obviously not a, not a good year for you. So, give us an insight, kind of like what what happened in that year, um, you know, for good and bad, and what led you to make the decisions to ultimately, you know, hit in, into healing and, and changing your life around and then to where you are now. Because I have a feeling that that 2017 year probably played a big role to, to who you are right now. Uh, well, yeah, during 2017, like that was 
with the band stuff, like we're touring heaps and, you know, obviously if you're playing shows, venues, like they give you free beers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, I just, I don't know. Just, I was just drinking heaps that year and partying and I was kind of like, I don't know how how to say it. Like I was kind of like neglecting like the bad. Oh, like you, you were putting aside if, if I, if I think I know what you're saying is you're kind of um, putting aside the, the negative health effects um, yeah, you know, and and just rolling with the good times, you know, like that real rock star yeah. style. Like, oh fuck it, we're having a good time. It doesn't matter if this isn't good for me. Yeah, I've, I found the word. Okay. I was kind of in, in denial. In denial. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I was like, oh, my knee will heal. Like I'll be fine. But I don't know. Like it was just, it was such like, a, I don't know, difficult year. Definitely. But um, I don't know, like just before my surgery, like I had surgery as well. I watched this like vice documentary of this skateboarder. His name's Neen Williams. Okay. He, he, he did the same thing. Like he had a knee injury and then he was like, okay, this time I'm just not going to drink or change my diet. And it's, he's like really focused on an active lifestyle training, like at the gym and just, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe Luke, if he could look it up. Yeah, yeah, get us. What do, what do you yeah. want Luke to um, bring up? Uh, it's um, maybe search on YouTube, like, Neen Williams, uh, Vice. Is it Vice Land? I think that's the, is, is Vice Land. Something like is that. The, is that Liam yeah, Williams? Neen Williams. Neen, like N-E-E-N, I think. Neen Williams, okay. So he's his actual professional skateboarder, um, like so sponsored. Pro skater. Yeah. Pro skater, okay, yeah. Well, so he's, skater, he's obviously... Yeah, he's... Uh, yeah I think I, I've found it at the moment. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Go away. Oh, yeah. Uh, why pro skater Neen Williams chose sobriety and healthy eating? I mean, it's a good choice. Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to hear the video. Um, I don't think there's any um, volume on it. Oh, yeah. no, so it is, it is Vice. Yeah, sorry. So I think yeah, that's so the YouTube want, channel. If you want to watch the video, it's why pro skater Neen Williams chose sobriety and healthy eating on the Vice channel. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I, like I watched that. Um, I think it was, yeah, a bit before I had my surgery and that kind of gave me the hope and that's that's why I was like, all right. Once I get my surgery, I'll I'll have a break from drinking and partying. <laughs> I'll change my diet and see how we go. So that's early twenty eighteen. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you still. So the, is the band still all? Are you still um, touring and playing shows uh, with the yeah. band heavily at this yeah. stage? Yeah. So that yeah, was a consistent thing. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. I got surgery just before we toured with Saviour and Earthcaller. Okay. Yeah. I think so it was you about... Had, you had six, the surgery and then went on tour? Well, six weeks, I think it was. Six weeks 
before that tour, I had surgery. Mm. So surgery in 2018, you're, you're still um, with the band touring and playing shows. Um, and I'm assuming then you're starting rehab, you know, kind of after the surgery yeah. is getting better. So what's, what's the rehab like and, and how long did that go for? Um, it went for a while. So it only started with light stuff at home, you know, um, nothing too extreme. And then once you get into the gym, you sort of start slowly, you, you know, um, like leg presses, squats, lunges. Um, but it's not like till about, um, oh, I think like four or five months. That's kind of when they start adding in like jumping, hopping and like spinning or like the agility th kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Agility exercises. Yeah. 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 But it was actually quite fun. Like I haven't actually like done any gym stuff before. So like going to the gym was really good. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed no, it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I can see why people, yeah, absolutely love it. Did you find that it was um, just as much physical um, as a mental, mental thing as well? Like it helped, helped with the mental side? Oh things? yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like it wasn't until I was doing like the, especially like the gym, gym rehab. I was feeling like really like good and like just in control. Like, yeah. That's was, a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was amazing. Like I kind of missed the gym. I, I sort of stopped going to the gym when I got the old clear, <laughs> but um, I still like, I do yoga at home. So that's my gym, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. So you've been, you've been getting into, into yoga a fair bit then. Yeah. Well, once, cause yeah, once I got the all clear, I sort of was riding more and not going to the gym as much. So I kind of thought I'll cancel my gym membership just to save some money. And I was, yeah, thought I'd look into doing some yoga at home and I'll do that pretty much most mornings, hmm. every morning, I'd say if I don't I've do it in the morning, I'll do it at night. I've been finding that as well. Do you reckon it actually helps you, you know, set up and get ready for the day when you, when you spend a bit of time doing yoga in the morning? Oh yeah. Yeah. And stretching as well. I love stretching. That's one thing I've kind of been getting into like mobility training. Hmm. No, it's, it's good. I've, I've been doing a lot of um, yoga and, and stretching in the mornings, um, especially like uh, meditation. Do, do you actually get into any meditation? Yeah. Yeah. I actually have this, um, it's called waking up. Oh, fuck I, it. I, yeah. It's like guided meditation. Um, I just gone blank because the, the, oh, I think his name's Sam. Sam. Oh, I don't know his name, but it's, it's, he's got a book as well, which I've read and it's, it's a pretty good book. Yeah. I, I just can't remember his name. Sam Harrison. Sam. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too, I'm not sure, but I'm sure if people look it up, they'll find it. So he's got a book on med meditation, did you say? Yeah, well, it's called Waking Up. Waking um, Up, okay. Book, and that's what the app's called as well, Waking Up. Oh, the up. app, yeah, that's right, that. Yeah, and okay. there's a lot in that app. It's got like a, a tr like a 28-day trial uh, program, and then it's got like daily sessions. It's got like Q&As. It's got lessons where he just talks about um, 
like mindfulness and mm. and other things. Uh, he's got like guests. He's got like podcasts as well on on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So it's good that you that you've been getting into that. I mean, gyms have been closed, so you've had to find another way to kind of get in that that you know you replace the gym with something. So yeah, I yeah. guess yoga meditation is a good good exchange. So that's pretty much what I've done. Yeah, I've been doing it for quite. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting a phone call. That's all right. Go go ahead, mate. You can sort that that's, out. Um, so, unless it's something important. <laughs> no, no. Um, so obviously like that where it's 2020 now so between uh 2018 like 2019 2020 has so the knees obviously been smooth sailing you haven't really had yeah. any issues with it no yeah, getting back into bmxing no, i think and, it's been my knee has probably been stronger than it's ever been <laughs> yeah yeah so it usually yeah, happens <laughs> so yeah yeah, fucking hell. All right. So it's it sounds like it's a, a change, you know, the whole event of, of hurting your knees quite like dramatically tra- changed your life. You've you've gone down a path of, you know, no drinking for long periods, dieting heavily, you know, leading into you actually going to the gym and it's all it's all amazing stuff. But I guess kind of leaving out like one l- large part which we could probably talk about and that's that's the band as well. I know that's something that's been happening oh, yeah. for a very long time. You know, amongst all of this BMXing and, and everything you've been doing, that's that's probably something that's kept you busy for you know the last what maybe five six years, maybe more. Probably Actually, even I more. think four five years. Four, four five. Okay. I think so. When when did that all kick off? So uh, tell us, give us give us the brief the brief rundown of when when that all started. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, like me and Mason, we kind of like grew up at the skate park, at the local skate park and like he just, cause he moved to St Kilda and he didn't really like live local anymore. So one day he kind of came to the skate park and it was like, Oh, holy shit, Mason, how you been? <laughs> and then like, I, like we just, we kind of didn't know he was into like the local scene and I was into the local scene. And then, yeah, we had like a chat and then I copped a message from him. It's like, Hey, do you want to try and start something? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I went to school with some people. We can try and organize something. (laughs) And then, yeah, that's pretty much. That's the roots. uh, Yeah. Yeah. How it sort of started. A burden started off just <laughs> with a general chat and a flick of a message down at, at, at a skate ramp. It all started, sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's far, you know, fast forward to where it is now. You know, it's obviously uh, grown to a much bigger thing. You've played shows all around Australia and I've seen you countless times. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, it's still like, I don't know, I find it crazy that we have like fans in like Brisbane or New South Wales or just even like anywhere in the world. Cause of like Spotify and all that. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, I, I've seen it on the, uh, the burden fan page, people asking when you're going to come to the, to the U S when are you going <laughs> to oh, do a European <laughs> tour? Now, I've seen those comments and I, yeah. I, I think they're legit. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> it's pretty surreal. So, I mean, you played 
some very small shows like um what's that place that can fit like 50 people in there um wrangler studios oh I yeah think, wrangler's probably closed um now i think didn't they actually close down no no that's they're still open they're still okay. open yeah dean's still kicking it yeah right that was one of your first shows you would have done at wrangler yeah we played there quite a fair bit to be honest like in our first year yeah, I, I don't know how many times exactly, but we've played there a numerous amount of times. It's, it's quite a small venue. Um, like I said, probably, what, 50, 60 people maybe? Like, uh, you would probably know the cap for it, or is it more than that? I think, I think the cap's 120. 120, right. Okay, so yeah. about double what I was saying. What's it like to play in front of such a, like, an intimate setting yeah because the, the crowd is like right there in front of you like there's there's not even a stage really like what it's probably one step <laughs> yeah dude i actually reckon those those kind of shows are, are heaps like they're much more fun <laughs> like i still think my favorite one of my favorite shows is in brisbane we played i think it was foundry records it's like a record store i don't think it's open anymore but it was a brisbane all-age show and it was a floor show and it was oh. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like kids were like getting into it. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah, a, a more crowd involvement when it's like, when it's intimate like that and, uh, and the crowd is like right there in front of you, like literally facing you and you're on the same yeah. level. Yeah. There's more, there's more crowd involvement. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that show still, like, I think it's, yeah, one of my favorites. So how long did it take you and the, uh, and the band, how long did it take the band to kind of like take off? Like, is there a certain point where you thought, hang on, like this, this might actually be, be something we can, we can move further with and, you know, and, and, and be more serious with it. Uh, I'm not too sure. I think it was like, like straight off the bat or. No, nah, I think it was, it was maybe like when we were like released face to face, like our first single, it's kind of like, Oh, people actually like, do like this let's mm. yeah that was way yeah. way back right at the start because that was your first that single. Was like, yeah i think that was oh 2016 that was yeah but even even now that song would be one of one of the people's favorite songs I, I don't know if you played it the last time i seen you but you definitely played that at most shows yeah yeah we've played that quite a bit and yeah people People seem to like it. <laughs> I, I um, of course they do. It's a great song. Yeah. But I, like, I remember like when that first um come out um and you were playing a, like one of the best shows I remember was uh at Bang. You guys played at Bang, and I remember you finishing your set with with face to face and just the whole like the crowd right up against the the front of the stage just singing along with everyone. It was it was insane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you finished a set at, at um, Bang with Face to Face. If I can recall that, I, I think I know what gig you're talking about. At the end of the song, both Mason and Kyle were crowd surfing. Is this the gig that you're talking about? Were, were mm, like kind of crowd no, surfing no, at the I end don't... of the song? I can't remember. I think, I think the one you're talking about, Luke, is when, they, when you finished on They Say. That was also at Bang. But... Uh, I think that was, yeah. I remember that show. It's it's very different being. They're, in the they're crowd. all blending together. We've seen we've seen you guys so much. 
it's it's different being in the crowd and, and watching you uh, play up on stage and seeing what the crowd is doing versus you know you looking down and i'd imagine your mind is racing a million times an hour <laughs> trying to play and you know the crowd's going crazy and <laughs> it's yeah. all surreal yeah i've just i don't know i'm just like just playing along i don't really i don't know you like to move around. On yeah. stage. I, see, I see you get into it. He's, yeah. he's vibing with the music. I'm just, he's, yeah, he's, I'm just like the in, the, in the zone, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what's the, the joke, I think, with, uh, with Ben is that he's a concrete feet. <laughs> yeah, he likes to, <laughs> you know, Ben, Ben, knows. Nah, Ben's all right. He's, he's he has, it's, he has it's a, a joke. Yeah. He knows. He knows everyone loves him. <laughs> he moves. He moves around. So you've released, um, so you started with the single and then I think the EP was next. Yeah. Yeah. My which, old friend. My old friend EP. And then that had um, like pretty, from what, from what I could see, you know, that had pretty good success. You toured that a fair bit. Um. And then the album came after that, which actually wasn't that long ago. How long has the album been out for? Probably just over a year now. Uh, no, a couple of years. A couple of years. Has it been that long now? Has yeah. It? Yeah. Well, before that, we released To The Sky. And oh, was that a single release as well? Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah, also, single, yeah. Yeah, that was also on The Last Goodbye. All right, hang on. So, yeah, the, the last goodbye is the, the album that you've just released, um, your most recent album. Yeah, it was, it was EP. Yeah. Oh, it was EP, was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, you've, you've done two EPs. Yeah. Mm, so, My Old Friend, then there was the To the Sky single, and then there was the EP release for um, The Last, last, last goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. The last Goodbye. And, and since then. then well, this year we we just like, because while we're on on this break, we kind of thought, why not just release uh, a B side like from my old friend? Um, it was a song like we just we've been holding on to for a fair while, and we thought, why not just release this while we're just figuring out what we're doing? Yeah, that came out of um, a while ago. Ghost Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few months ago. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that coming out. So, is the idea that there's going to be more music? We we can all expect more music, or yeah, where's the go? <laughs> we're is just this an exclusive coming coming from Jordan Giuliani himself. <laughs> we're just don't make me edit this out, Jordan. <laughs> no, no, we're just we're just figuring things out. Like this break was needed. Like, like I was like. I had to figure things out for myself as well. You know, like I moved out of home. Um, I had to figure out my work life and whatnot. Cause I got a new, well, I transferred from working at a store to a warehouse and we just had our own things to kind of focus on. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. Like we were probably going to start writing sooner than we thought but like covid happened so we're still on like the backbone of just having this break yeah 
Oh, I mean, it's good to um, to you know tr just give yourself a bit of a rest because there was a yeah. You, it, it's been a long time that you've been, you know, doing it. And it takes a toll, um, I guess, when you're constantly writing, constantly touring, and it can be um, tiring. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah, so, I mean, not, not, that I've, not that I've experienced touring um, or, or doing anything like that, but, you know, I think it, most people in the industry would agree that if you're constantly touring and writing and heavily involved, as well as living your own life, you know, doing your own things it's it gets a bit too much yeah it definitely can take a toll and you kind of just yeah it burns you out a bit i would say mm. so the break was needed i guess um but you, you know things will, will obviously kick, kick back into it but it doesn't seem like you're settling for a nine-to-five job anytime soon um no. and you definitely haven't had that in the past so Oh, I've like had it in the past. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. So you, you've actually, you've settled I'd say, your period yeah. into the conforming to society in a, in a normal life? <laughs> Was it for you? <laughs> no, like, I don't know, like, because how, how I see it is, like, schools put so much pressure on kids to be like, so what do you want to do? What do you want to do when you finish school? And it's like, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> how am I supposed to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life while I'm what 17, 18? <laughs> yeah. It makes it hard when you're that young to yeah. constantly ask, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? When most of the time you don't know, or, you know, I, maybe I, in your case, it's BMXing. I still don't know. I, <laughs> I still don't know what I want to do really. But, um, I, I know I don't want to go to uni. That's one thing. Um, cause I don't know, you go to uni and like you do this, I don't know, like this four, five, six year long course. And then you got to like compete and find a job from that course. And who knows how long that can take. Cause I've heard stories like it's taken people a few years. And then like once you get that job, you sort of have to pay off that hex debt. Mm. And I know, you know, university isn't cheap. No, it's definitely not. I know friends with, you know, upwards of $50,000, $60,000, you know, some people have a $100,000 hex debt or really? well, I think they call it a, a help debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, like shit, I didn't know it could be like that much. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, my course was two and a half years, um, and mine was about 27,000, which is not much. But if I was to go and do my master, my bachelor's and master's, um, I'd be looking at at least 60 to 70. Uh, and then if you go and do a master's in something else that's like legal or you know, doc, anything to do with doctors and health and like you, you, you're just adding like it's then if five years turns to six, seven, eight years and the 50, 60 grand turns to a hundred grand <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick. Jeez. Jeez. Gee so yeah, so you're not looking at doing, doing any of that. You're, no. you're kind of, I wouldn't say that that is the normal life or the normal patterns of, of what people do, you know, uni, uh, high school, uni, get a job. But a lot, well, of, a lot of people do that, but it's definitely something you're not really looking at doing. 
No, no. Or even people do a trade, which is fine. Like I, I tried, like I did cabinet making for a year, but um, I don't know. I felt like I did it for a year. I didn't mind it. I like being hands-on, um, but I just felt like I was a bit too young to be working five days a week, like nine, you know, nine to or 12 hour days five to six days a week i'm like what mm. what am i doing like so like at the moment i just i work four days a week and have three days off and that gives me more time to do bike riding and just focus on me and i think it's definitely i don't know like it's just more relaxing for me i would say yeah better better state of mind to, yeah to be doing things that you actually enjoy and there's nothing wrong with that oh, definitely, like, definitely nothing wrong yeah and i don't know like i've seen i've seen like there's this dude on youtube that i follow i uh, don't know his name at the top of my head but he i think what he does is like pretty cool he so what he does he is an uber he does like Uber Eats on his push bike. Okay. But what he does, he does it around the world. And Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that's some that's that's so cool. Like, so like is this a is this a big thing? Like is this guy well known? He's got like a big Instagram page or Facebook page? I'm actually not too sure. I've just I've watched a few of his YouTube videos. I, I don't think he's he doesn't have that many subscribers. It was just a small small youtube page but like he's got some videos of him in asia like just riding doing deliveries and vlogging sort of thing and then he's got videos in perth um in america it's it's pretty cool yeah do you know what his name is um, I'll try and look it up. It's, it's actually oh, let, cool. let Luke look it up. Yeah. That's what, that's what Luke's there for getting to, I'll get it. So I was All thinking right. like, it'd be cool to see some photos of this guy. Yeah. You know, right. So he's, he does deliveries around, like he's traveling obviously around the world and, and delivering food to, to make money. That's, yeah. that's a crazy idea. I've never that's, heard, but it sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I would, that's something I, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind kind of doing one day. Traveling the world. Well, I'm to work. Well, delivering food is, is yeah, something that's, yeah, that's kind of specific, but like just doing any, any work getting paid around the world mm. that you enjoy would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I saw like, I am um, this small business, Australian business called like traveling tradies. I think they do the, something similar. It's like, if you're a tradie and you want to travel, like they'll organize places for you to go to fix or help any, and like, the, the catch is like you won't get paid for the for that job but they will accommodate you with like accommodation and food and whatnot yeah there's lots of um there's lots of not jobs or industries that that have that and i've never taken advantage of it but many people have and it seems like a good idea yeah. <laughs> to, to work it to work and travel like the old you know backpacking in in a lot of australians will go to um London to work in a, in a pub and then just get the, 
the you know fly across to Europe mm. for short trips to see all the countries over there. So yeah, yeah, in Europe, everything's like close, close was together. The, um, sorry, back to the the BMX guy. Was his uh, it was the channel name Conrad? I might be. I've got to look it up Conrad as well. Because it's, it's doing... So you're talking about the guy, Luke, that uh, was delivering oh, no, food no, no, around no. the it's, world. No, it's not. It's not um, Austin Augie. He's he's like a BMX rider. This is actually like a, a cyclist that just travels the world and does. Yeah, so he's not a he's not a, not a specific not, BMX no. guy. He's he's just uh, someone that's like a bloke yeah. just bought a bike, decided he's going to ride around the world delivering food. I mean. Yep. Doesn't that just sound like a dream? <laughs> yeah, it literally does. See the world, do, deliver some food, get paid for it, and it's like an, an, an adventure. You could make a, a YouTube series about that, which it sounds like that's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I've got to look it up yeah. as well because it's just... Yeah, see if you can find oh, it, it'd it, be cool tra- to Travelling um... traveling Tice. Yeah, I've, I've just found that one now, Travelling yeah, Tice. There you go. Travelling yeah, Tice. Bring it up, Luke. Oh. I want to see what this guy looks like. <laughs> I was literally doing my... Oh, my head in. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. go. Traveling Tice. That's the one. Oh, it's yeah. There you go. 4,000 4, uh, subscribers. Oh, is that it? Well, hopefully you can get a few more if uh, if some people get, get yeah. paid from this. <laughs> He's got heaps of videos. In Australia. Looks so like what nationality a... is he? I oh, just... Somewhere from Europe, if I can remember. Uh, his name is Perth, Australia. Full-time traveller. So his name is Tice, T-I-C-E. T-I-C-E, Travelling Tice, yeah. And yeah, see see if you can bring up one of his videos that that he's riding around, Luke. Um, Bring it up bigger so we can actually see that. Maybe he's got some landscapes and stuff. That he's he's riding along. Uh, he's um. He seems like he's living a living a, a different type of life, bloody yeah. um, mm. And he, so he's been living in Perth as well. This bloke. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna know getting their ad in. Here we go. What's he doing here? Kuala Lumpur. What's this video called, Luke? Kuala Lumpur. Oh, there you go. He's in Kuala Lumpur. Well, yeah, this, this dude's a legend. Look like he's BMXing. <laughs> it looks like this is a vlogging one. Nah, yeah, yeah. He's just vlog- he, so he also does vlogging, but yeah, fuck yeah. He's on a he's on a balcony there in uh, in Kuala Lumpur. He's got heaps of different ones here. Five different yeah. between Europe and Australia. He's delivering Uber Eats worth it. How do you how do you manage to find this guy, Jordan? Uh, I, I was kind of looking up. I was I was kind of like once I got like push bike i kind of thought maybe for extra money i should try uber eats delivering <laughs> or like <laughs> something like that so i looked i looked up this i don't know i just looked it up on youtube like uber eats cycling and this dude was like the first one that came up and that's how i found his channel and mm. watched a few of his videos and i was like holy shit this guy is living the life <laughs> yeah he's um <laughs> Looks like he is, but there's a lot of people that do stuff like that. Um, I remember seeing seeing a YouTube channel, would have been a few years ago now, where these guys from Australia, they literally sold all their stuff, pack, packed up, 
and they bought a uh, yacht, but it's like a small yacht. So it's not like they bought this magnificent thing. These guys were rich. They yeah. were like normal people. Two blokes bought, bought this like rundown yacht. They fixed it up and they literally went sailing um, around the world and tried to, no tried to sail around it. There's, <laughs> there's a full on videos, uh, uh, um, vlogs about it. And then like they get stuck in like random countries around the world where they're um, having to work and to make a bit of money to buy for stuff, to fix the boats. And wow. yeah, it was fucking crazy. I can't remember That's what it was insane. called, but if you look it up on, um, you know, if on YouTube, you'll be up, you'll be able to find it. It's just, there's so many stories about people doing stuff like that, just adventuring. And I have no doubt that one day maybe you'll do something like that. <laughs> I hope so. Like I also want to get a van and just like live in a van. I don't, I like, all you need is like a bed in that van and like maybe some it, kitchen utilities. But this, this reminds me of something that me and Adam have been discussing for a while. <laughs> Me and Adam have been talking about buying a, a, a oh, bus true. and kitting it out like a big RV oh. kind of camper van and just just driving around Australia and, and, and just yeah saying, fuck it, let's just oh, man. Man. <laughs> go How have fun. Be, yeah, literally like that's, oh, that sounds amazing. To buy an <laughs> old, old like run down bus and then just rip the seats out, touch it up put your bloody beds in there, kitchen yeah. sinks, all that stuff. And then just fucking off you go, mate, around Australia. Mm. <laughs> and you just, you just work wherever, wherever you, wherever you are, you know, in the, in the towns, fuck it. You just yeah, help exactly. out in the town, get paid, whatever, you know, and off you go again. It'd be awesome. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Wouldn't hurt to get your Uber Eats delivery. <laughs> <laughs> get your Uber Eats delivery in a, in a, in a big uh, bus. Big bus. You know? <laughs> Make oh, some coin. So it'd be good um, that, you know, if you could actually do something like that. It, it's been an experience because even if, you know, people think that it's a, a waste of time because you're not actually making money and saving, you know, at least you can say it's an experience that you, you know, you have. And they're always the best stories. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't know, like, I just, I, I don't think I can just have that daily grind of, you know, five days a week, mm. two days off. I did it for that, like, one year, and I was, like, so miserable. So, but so I, what's I, the, what's the dream? Like, what, use your imagination. What, what's, what's the, the dream? So, just say you, you could choose right now that you were going to to do something would it be to to buy a van do it up and just travel around australia i think so yeah yeah because then it then it's like I'm, i'll be my own boss like you know i i, I wouldn't have it like much to worry about as well would you oh. would you try to get work driving around or like would you do you think you'd, you'd be more inclined to relax and enjoy everything and then kind of work on the side or would you do like photography say and try to start your own website and vlog and oh, see yeah. if you know doing the youtube route would would bring some money i didn't actually think of that to be honest <laughs> it could i don't know um i'll probably just do it to relax to be honest like and find odd jobs here and there, but like just chill out, like just hit the road. <laughs> I 
have my bike with me and just could you imagine <laughs> imagine rocking up in your in your van you know summer's day somewhere you know in, in, on along the beaches in sydney you rock up in your van you pull your bmx bike out you head over to the skate park that you got a nice view of the beach you're riding around life's good wouldn't, wouldn't that just be the dream that's it <laughs> that, that that really is you're painting the picture <laughs> Well, have you um have you travelled around much of Australia? Like, is there any places where you like? Oh, I have to go back there one day. Like, is there any anything uh, like that? Well, with touring, I do see a lot of nice places that I could ride. But obviously, with touring, I don't have my bike with me. So you can I'd, change that. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to actually go to a, like different spots, like different cities in Australia, and actually to have my bike with me and ride like adelaide for example adelaide's like adelaide's like such a nice city it's like a nice country town city it's not too much happening there it's like i think yeah riding there would be fun they've got good good dirt jumps as well um oh there's a nice skate park uh where is it sunshine coast yeah, on the beach as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I'd love to go there one one day and just ride around there. Do you, do you think that um, the Melbourne has the biggest um, skate BMX scene, or did you find that you know Adelaide or Queensland or any other states is you know more involved in it? Or I'd say, I'd actually say Melbourne's quite quite big for it. You know, um, there's a lot of, you know, I'd say probably famous street spots in, in Melbourne. Like people travel to Melbourne to, you know, skate or ride. Really? What what yeah. spots in Melbourne is, is is here that people go to? Um, I'm just... Actually, this morning I went for a cycle in like near the aquarium. There was these ledges that are quite well known. They're actually just getting like torn down but that's that's like oh, no yeah but the docklands like docklands is like a playground yeah yeah there's not much happening there in terms of, well especially now because it's because of covid but even before um docklands is always a bit of a ghost town because they're building it up so there's not much like people there to stop you from sk skating or cycling <laughs> yeah well it just depends where you're doing it i guess if you're doing it on like like a private property security might tell you to <laughs> move along but do you have any stories of of, of security not really it's just no? like no it's just like oh you know you, you guys you, you know if you hurt yourself it's always like if you hurt yourself we're reliable but so move along but like it's nothing too extreme yeah, I think in in America they take it to the next extreme. I've seen many videos of skateboarders like you know full on brawling with security yeah. guards. <laughs> yeah, we're more yeah, chill here. This is Australia. We're I, more chill. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> just move on to the next place. They're all they're crowded in America though, so I think there's probably not as many places that you know you wouldn't find um, like not many people around. It just seems like in Australia, there's probably more places where, you know, there's not that many people hanging around. You can just ride and do what you want. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hmm. So 
getting back into uh, photography, is that something that you might actually try to monetize and, and, and make money? I know we were obviously just talking about traveling and, and what could you make money off? Like maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, tra traveling and actually doing photography would be something you could actually turn into a, into a job and, and create artwork. Possibly, maybe, I don't know. At the moment, I'm just having a bit of fun with it at the moment, not really taking it so serious or that type of thing, but who knows what could happen. Mm. <laughs> Do you think that you would enjoy like more nature photography or is it or any type of photography? I don't know. Just if, if I see something, I'm like, Oh, that looks cool. I might take a photo. Like there's these nice flowers just across the road from my place that I took a photo of. And I was like, wow. And it came out nice. Like I was quite surprised. Cause mm. yeah, but I do like, I don't know, looking at photos of like, street photography which is cool um nature's cool portraits yeah. are cool like I, i'm still new to it so i don't really know like no that's fair yeah the only reason why i was much. asking is there like is there a link to um i was i was trying to think maybe the photography um and then you being um like not drinking alcohol and, and being more healthy, vegan, vegetarian. Um, I was thinking like, is there a nature side that, you know, you, you like to get involved in more, especially photography and, and, you know, anything to do with, is there, a, is there a link to do with like animals and, and well, not, you know, looking after the environment? Um, I don't know if, if I was to actually like probably go out and take photos, it would probably be like, bike events like bike jams okay i feel like yeah that's probably when yeah i like just stuff like that or skate parks yeah yeah well street street skate style yeah yeah <laughs> take photos maybe you'd be maybe you'd be um uh, on the what, what, is there any magazines in australia that do skating and bmxing they can be the photographer for one of them <laughs> i'm not sure about skating but with bmx there was but i don't know like especially magazines for bmx nowadays it's kind of all digital digital yeah, all, now yeah, yeah. Well, they have um like what is it all vlogs or blo blogs that... nah, yeah kind of yeah yeah blogs i would say like on a website mm. i don't think it's taken off as big in australia like that whole street skate scene for anything, scooters, BMXing, uh, you know, skateboarding in America seems massive. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely huge in America. I, there's still a scene here in Australia. Mm. It's just obviously not as big, but there's still a scene here, which is I think is reasonably strong. And yeah, mm. yeah, I'm not involved in that at all. I can't skate. I'll break my arm for sure. I'm too, uh, I'm not that I'm uncoordinated. I think I was just never learned. Like it's something you got to learn when you're, when you're a kid, I think to, to do any of that sort of stuff. Like you have no fear of falling off and breaking your arm. I can't break my arm now. Like I would just <laughs> ruin yeah, my you, life. You wouldn't be able to go to the gym or lift. Or exactly. Well, I wouldn't be able to do a lot of stuff. You know, I, I can't, how am I going to, how am I going to work without a, without a, one of my arms, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> sure. There's ways to work around it, but, I just, 
I think the, the fear that's involved in falling and hurting yourself is like much, much greater, like as you get older, but when you're a little kid, you kind of hurt yourself and you just get up and, and yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. And like, especially there's an age period, I, I reckon, like in your, I think it's in your teens. That's when you, you kind of learn the most, like that's your learning age where you learn heaps of stuff and you're not scared. I'm well past that age group but even when i got into into writing i was sort of i don't know i I didn't really care of like if i was going to fall if trying a trick but now i'm like i I will not try anything i don't like i know i can't do yeah yeah (laughs) the um the only thing that i ever did when i was in high school in my my teens is we went snowboarding for high school that was like the closest thing that i've ever done to um skate you know skating or anything like that have you ever done any snowboarding yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I went on the high school camp snowboarding. Oh, nice, so, nice. Dude, it was so much fun. It's the only yeah. time I've been to the snow, but... I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go again. <laughs> so you went, you would have gone in, what, like, what is it, grade or year, year 10, 10 I went 11? in year 12. Oh, you went in year 12? Because yeah. I think I did... Did I go in year 12 as well? Not sure. Anyway, we we obviously we went to the same school, so yeah, <laughs> we probably had the same teachers as well for it. But it was so fun. It's like what three days at um, Mount Buller? It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Buller, not not Hotham. And you just, I I went. So you only went once. I went three times. Oh really? Oh dude, <laughs> it was so much fun, man. So the first time we went. Um, was probably in nine, I think I went nine, 10, 11. I'm not sure I went my last year. So the okay. first year we went, um, not everyone really knew what to do. Um, some did skiing, some did snowboarding. And the group of guys, and I think some of the girls, we chose um, snowboarding. We all learned and we had, I think, three days to to get real good at it. And the first two yeah. few days was- By the third day, you. How you're loving you it yeah like, you're doing so well but the thing is it's it's the skill that you learn and you kind of never lose like riding a bike yeah so oh. fast forward to the next year yeah when we go again we didn't need the the training oh yeah um, we still had it scheduled because it was part of it but you could choose beginner intermediate expert and we kind of went there and just fucked around we probably did the intermediate ones um and it was good fun because so, we already knew so we were, we were doing tricks well not not that we we're doing like crazy tricks but just like little jumps and, and yeah. things like that and then the following year when we went again and i, I love i love telling this story because it's so it's so funny so we we go straight into the um expert level and we start doing all these like tricks and stuff. the guy takes us down black runs this and that and then we go, he goes like, oh, you guys are pretty good. He's like, I'll show you another run that like not really supposed to do. Oh no. So it <laughs> takes us, t- takes us to this area where there was a sign that says like, do not enter. And he's like, yeah, this way. Oh, and we're really? like, like the sign is like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so it was like, so obviously all of the paths are really nicely um, smoothed out and, and made for like continuous uh, runs yeah. down, down. But the, the one we went down, with this guy that he took us on he's like just go down here he's like we're gonna go all the way down the end and follow it round. he's like it's not a, like we're gonna um loop back to an actual track so like if one of the, if the actual track started here and looped down oh, and went round, okay. we kind of were like 
next 50, to it sort next, of thing. 50 meters yeah. or so next to it and, and we were going to go down and loop back around and kind of jump over and, and go to the next one so we're like fuck this is sick so most of the other ones are all really like rock hard runs because there's so many people going down that the snow isn't white and fluffy whereas this guy took us kind of off the track and the snow was like wow huffy huffy white so we're going down it was blue the, the, because there was like a, it looked like there was a river there and it was all these like rocks on, on one side. So we're going down. It's like snow is just white fluffy. I fell down a couple of times because it was so like um, hard to, to keep your balance. It was so fluffy. Like you'd fall and like your whole arm would go in. Oh, no. <laughs> and and you'd, we kept going down and towards the end, there was this, the big turn. And at the end of the uh, run, um, before we made the turn, all these big orange like poles stuck into the ground on like 45. So they were crossing over like this stuck into the ground all along kind of like what, what was the, the cliff face. You can't, you couldn't really tell us what it was. So we're all flying down, going around this corner and I'm, I'm look, I look back and all I see is one of our mates come down the, down the thing. He does it. He completely misses that, that it's a turn. He goes bang, oh, no. crashes straight into the poles and just, disappears down this hill and i was like oh, oh, shit. Shit. What the fuck? and it was a few other people that saw it so we stopped and we're like fuck and we haven't kind of like rejoined the actual main path yet yeah but we're on we're on like kind of a flat so we, we stop we're looking and he's down there like i don't know it's 100 meters or probably less than that he's down on this white snow <laughs> trying to crawl and the snow is just like he's digging a hole <laughs> he's just digging himself a hole oh, and we're like, what the fuck so we waited for him and he's like getting his board and he's like pulling himself up this bloody hill he gets back up and I'm like oh what the fuck that was crazy man you just see like this trail like he's the he fucked the poles up where he, he went supposed to go down and there's this big like snow trail of where he's dug himself up <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking epic man that was probably like the the craziest thing that ever happened out of out of all of them <laughs> was did the instructor stop at all no he was gone oh he, he, so he because he went down first to kind of show us where to go oh he, no he just continued and went and so because um and some of them kept going and obviously some of them didn't see that this guy had fell yeah we waited for him he, we all like um got back on our boards so, like and you had to like skate yourself and then clip yourself and, like get yourself back in to, to get yourself gone. Cause it was so flat. And then once we kind of jumped over this little ridge, we we're back on the main track and then we, we could just go, but we had to use the, um, the T bar, you know, the, 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 I think they're called the T bar. Like um, the lift thing. Yeah. The T bar lifts to, to get us yeah. back up the top. And he's like, what took you so long? <laughs> oh, like, really? Yeah. One of the guys fucking fell down. He's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was so chill, cool. man. That guy was a legend. I ended up hurting yeah. myself real bad though. Um, that trip, I'm pretty sure it was the last day. Um, we, we, we raced from like the top, top of the mountain all the way to the bottom. And um, about halfway down on like one of the easy parts, it just goes to show like how easy you can fucking hurt yourself. Yeah. And so it's always the my, little things as well. The little things, just like <laughs> with your BMX, you know? So fuck my knees. <laughs> We, um, we were going down and my friend was kind of in front of me and he, um, he went over like these little like bumps and kind of flung himself off and, and, and fell over. 
And as I was going past him, I was laughing at him and I kind of lost my concentration. Then I went over the bumps and I fell <laughs> and kind of like, like lost my footing and bang right on my ass. Oh man. You, you, by the time I got down to the bottom of the mountain, I was like, it's a bit sore, like it's really sore. So I'm like, I'm going to sit down for a bit. And obviously that was a bad idea because I'd kind of like cooled right oh. down. And then I tried to like clip myself back in and I couldn't reach because there was so much like pressure oh, on really? my like Holy shit. Hip the hip and like my glutes and that. So I was like, this isn't good. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going back. I, I tried to, I got up to walk. I was like, fuck, my leg feels like numb. So I get back hobbling back to the to the place um, that we were staying at. And I was like, fucking hell, holy shit, my leg is so sore. And I could already see it was bruising. And I got in the shower and I was like, I nearly passed out in the shower. It hurt so much. I, really? I could not bend over. So I could not bend to put like pants on. Yeah. So after the shower, I managed just, just managed to get underwear on. <laughs> and I was like, I can't fucking put pants on. So I'm laying there. Like there's no one there. Everyone's out fucking snowboarding. And um, one of the one one of the girls randomly came back and kind of saw me sitting there in my underwear. Oh, no. I was like, oh, oh shit. Like fucking like she pissed off straight away. She must've told the teacher, the teacher comes back and she's like, Kochi, what are you doing? <laughs> Where's your pants? I was like, I'm fucked. Like I, I'm in so much pain. Like I can't fucking put pants on. She's like, well, you're going to have to, cause you can't be laying around in the underwear. <laughs> so she, I'm like, give me some fucking tablets. I'm like, I need some painkillers. So I ended up having painkillers, got my fucking pants on. <laughs> Dude. And then did I was, I was fucked man. The bruising went from like over the next, like, two, three weeks. I actually went to the doctor's man to see like, yeah, I was going to ask, what, did you do any like serious damage? To no, no. So I had arm. bruising from my calf all the way up the back of my calf, all the way up my hamstring, my whole glute and my lower back. It was purple. I just, I don't know what it did. Man. I just must land on the wrong spot. And, and I went to the doctor's to get it checked out and he was kind of, didn't really say much. He was like, Oh, it should be fine. Like if you know, cause I think if you, if you, the really, really bad bruising. I think you can get clots, but you can feel there's clots. Like they feel like a hard lump. So I, I'm okay. pretty sure if he said, if you feel any of that, or if it doesn't start to go away, like come back, but it was, it was all good. Like in the end, but man, that really fucked me up. Yeah. Like, dude, that sounds so painful. <laughs> it was fucking, it was fucking bad, man. So that, that was the only bad thing to come out of, um, out of the snowboarding, but it was such a good time, man. We had, we had so much fun and, yeah, just don't fall down a really big hill. Nah. <laughs> you might hurt yourself. <laughs> oh, it, was, man. it was good times. Yeah, was... the snow is so much fun. You only went one time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I went in year 12, I was like, oh, man, I should have went to the other ski ski camps. <laughs> yeah, they, they're good fun. So did you have the opportunity to go in year 11, like year 10, year 11, or...? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Annoying. Just, yeah. I just, in year 12, me and my friends were like, yeah, let's, let's go. And yeah. I think they might've went in year 11. I'm not sure to mm. be honest. I don't know. I think they were, they were the best ones that I went to snow, snowboarding. We did a fair few other things at school, but nothing compared to that. I think the Italy trip I wanted to go on got fucking canceled. Bastards. Oh. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, paid the money up and everything, and then they're like, "Nah, we're uh, we haven't got enough students to actually do it." So got fucking oh, shafted. <laughs> that's rough. I actually didn't mind a horse riding camp. 
<laughs> I didn't go. I didn't go. I was like, nah, fuck that. We're going fucking horse riding. <laughs> Dude, it, it actually wasn't bad. It was pretty good. What was it good. like riding a horse? It was, it was all right. <laughs> didn't fall off? No, no, no. When I was like riding the horse, it kind of took off for a bit. Because something happened with, because they go in like a straight line. And if like the horses like follow each other. And I think I was just behind the leader and that the, the leader is like the person that runs the horse riding camp and whatnot. So I think they took off for a little bit. I don't know why, but, um, the, and cause I was behind them, my horse took off as well. It was started like running and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it stopped running, but it was just like, that was pretty scary. <laughs> Yeah, I could imagine. I've never, I've never rode a horse, yeah. so I could yeah. imagine doing something like that would be would be scary. Yeah, but no, it was fun. So that would have been, I think, year nine would have been the horse one. I think that's all year eight. Year, year eight. eight. Year, year eight. eight. Yeah, yeah. Because we had year seven camp. I went on, and then I think the following year was was horse horse camp. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was pretty good fun. I must say. Mm. Well, how how was high school for you anyway? Because we we were two years apart, so we didn't really hang out. I think you yeah. were or three three years. How old are you? I'm twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, so I'm twenty six. Going to be twenty seven. When it did was you two, two years? It was the same as uh, Diana. Oh, same as Diana. Yeah. Okay. So because Luke's three three levels down, you're two levels down. Same as same oh, as Diana. Okay. You were more friends with Luke during high school, and I think only kind of after high school, like getting into the music scene, we all started hanging out more together. Yeah. School was uh, fun well, for you or? I didn't, I didn't mind it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just did me. I didn't really, you know, I just kept to myself. <laughs> I just hung out with my friends. I didn't really cause any dramas or anything yeah no no aspirations to become like a, no. a mathematician or anything like that just no, kind of chilled no. out you probably probably yeah. more music than anything you know did did that sort of stuff yeah yeah i was doing like music classes and all that just playing sports i did growing up but i kind of just i don't know i played a lot of cricket and a bit of footy but um yeah cricket was I played heaps of cricket. Like I was like playing three games a weekend for a couple of years. So I was playing like two games on a Saturday and one game on a Sunday. I had like no weekend, <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep you busy. Yeah. I kind of miss it a bit, but um, I don't know. I just kind of. When did you stop that? Um, oh, it's been a few years now. So I think just not long after I turned 18. To be honest, yeah. So what, you was, yeah, you were playing cricket all the way up until until you were yeah, eighteen. I, yeah, yeah, and I started when I was like six as well. I started when I was young. Oh, so that was that was a big part of your of growing up and and yeah, and yeah, playing cricket. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, I just enjoyed riding my bike a bit more. So I just stuck with that, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I, similar with me, like uh, I played football all the way up until, you know, I was pretty much 18. And then after that, like Jim kind of took over and it was a bit more, it's more relaxing. You know? Like, you know, yeah. demanded things of by a whole team and a club. Yeah, kind exactly. of just going your own vibe. Yeah. Like there's no rules in 
bike riding. <laughs> there's no, yeah, yeah. there's no umpire, you know, telling you what to do or coach. <laughs> it's, it sounds like if I'm getting the right vibe that you, you, you know, you're pretty laid back. You, you kind of like to do things in your own terms. And I guess that's how you've been, you've been living for a while now. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> you've been, you, you've actually, are you, you're living with housemates at the moment. So I guess yeah. that's pretty sure you've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Since just... Feb- February, I moved in here. Before Feb, were you renting somewhere else or is this? No, 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 I was, I was living with dad, my dad. So what happened was he was, him and his partner got back together and they were, were I don't know, moving in together and they were going to move into, well, they moved into Diamond Creek and that's just a bit. Yeah, it's too, far. Yeah, it's a bit too far. So I'm, oh. like, oh. so I'm like, oh, I think I'm at the right age to kind of just maybe try and live out of home. Hmm. And I did. And it's probably been the best thing I've done. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah. um, A lot of people say that moving out is... I may, most of the time I hear that it's good and that it's fun, but sometimes challenging. I don't think I've really, yeah, really it can be. definitely can be challenging, yeah. but I guess that's part of it really. And you got to, you know, really, you just got to budget really. That's, that's how I see it. Mm. Yeah. And work consistently. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, know, you haven't got as much freedom. You need to work. <laughs> yeah. So budget and save. You can't be spending all the, you know, all your money on beers. <laughs> well, it's it probably it's handy that you don't actually uh, drink that much. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's actually the perfect time to have this drinking break. <laughs> uh, how long have you been having a break for? A month, about a month. Oh, so yeah, see, so but before that, like you weren't, you know, it's not like you're a big drinker anyway. And you were getting fucked no, up. Like. Yeah. I yeah, felt like I was. No. <laughs> I, f- I honestly, you know, because I'm just the worst feeling is waking up the next day feeling like shit and like been like and regretting things, you know, like oh, I shouldn't have said that or fuck, I'm a dickhead or why do I do this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I have, I've seen you pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um. If we think back to like we probably unify, they're probably the, the some of the craziest times. <laughs> that, that's why I did. I had that goal to like do unify sober this year, and I did it. And it was actually the funnest unify I've ever had. <laughs> oh, so this yeah, this, so this previous yeah. unify just this past January, you actually sober yeah. the whole time. The whole time, I was like, I'm not gonna drink. Uh, and I actually had a sick time. You'd have to wake up, you know, worrying about a headache and, and feeling sick. And that was good because, yeah, usually it unifies, you know, the time to write yourself off. <laughs> well, uh, that's definitely what's happened in previous years. Like, yeah. I remember that one, one, one of the years, it was probably like late in the early, early morning or so, like, like mid, mid afternoon. I was like, where's Jordan? I think you're still Probably. still sleeping. Yeah. It was like pop your head out of your of your swag. You're like, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you had a fucking wide brim hat on. <laughs> That's the type of shit that that goes on. Yeah. Times. But I guess yeah, you can't do that stuff forever, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, <no>, exactly. <laughs> it's um, I, I've actually 
not that I've gone on um, intentional uh, um, breaks on drinking alcohol, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty like heavy into gym. So like each year I'll, I'll probably drink, you know, and, and party and, and just like kind of be in an off season for like, you know, February through to like June, July. And I love, you know, having a drink. And then from like July till the end of the year, most, most of the year, most times I've done it, you know, over the last six, seven years is that I won't drink and I'll probably diet more. And I think maybe three years ago, four, four years ago now, I actually did a, a vegetarian for that period just to oh, see yeah. like how, how it would feel. And I felt great. Like, like you said, how you were explaining it uh, at the start that you just feel like so much better and you feel yes. like it actually does help your, your mood. I felt like lighter, more more energy and it was a different experience. That's mm. something that I probably do all the time. Did you, did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Yeah, I did. And yeah. I, I thought it was, yeah, I, I thought I, I felt so much better. Like the initial um, feeling of not having, I felt the, the biggest thing I reckon was not being weighed down by like eating lots of meat and your body having to process it. I felt like I was, could sleep better. I wasn't always full. I wasn't bloated and just eating more, um, greens and, and vegetables and other stuff instead of meats, you know, lots of more beans. I just felt better. Like it was, it was a good, um, thing to experiment with. Oh. So even now I, um, I probably, I probably eat mostly vegetarian meals and we probably have red meat maybe once every 10 days, chicken, maybe, you know, once or twice every 10 days, fish probably more two times a week yeah. something like that that's all right but it's, it's like i'll i'll do like day like a whole day where it's no no meat like i'll have beans mm. and rice and veggies for lunch and then dinners you know something very similar we have a, we have pasta and and veggies you just feel better you just yeah it's, it's just much better for you no that's good like it seems like you've kind of found what's good for you and your balance between eating meat and not mm. eating meat and stuff. So, cause I can't really stand the people that really push the views of like, you shouldn't be eating meat. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I'm not like, I'm not like one of those people, but it's just like, I don't care. If, you know, just eat whatever. There's a, there's a few different stances you can take on it. Like there's, so there's the people who, um, you know, a, a group of people who, who probably don't want you to eat meat based on the fact that animals aren't treated well. And I like, of course, that's like, I would say that I, I wouldn't want any animals to be treated poorly. Um, and, and they have to be like all the farming and needs to be done, needs to be done properly. So like, there's that view. And then there's the whole, um, climate like environmental yeah environmental climate change and and then again of course it's like well uh, who who wouldn't want um the you know animals to be looked after in terms of the climate change and the environment all the environmental stuff but from a, a health perspective it's like well you know you you could probably you, you probably do need to eat some uh, small amounts of meat and a heavily plant-based diet so there's lots of it's lots of like scenarios of why people push their, their agendas, I guess. Mm. 
I don't have an issue with people eating meat. I would say purely from a health perspective, like you probably shouldn't eat too much meat. Yeah. <laughs> like red meat's not something like, you eat every day. And like processed meats. Processed yeah, meats just, and oh. shit. Like, you know, uh, organic, um, you know, properly raised animals is, is probably the, the best think, way. Is it like grass, grass fed? Grass fed. Yeah. Grass fed beef's kind of the way to go. But like, even that, like beef is something you probably shouldn't have very often, you know, once every 10 days, once, yeah. once every two weeks. Cause you know, before like animal agriculture was a thing, meat was like a luxury meal. It wasn't yeah. had, it wasn't had often. Like people, yeah, people were probably eating it once a fortnight or once mm. a week at the most. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you, it's not that these things are bad for you. Um, they, they, they are good, but you're not just you're not supposed to eat them off them. Like we, we eat it like the Western diet is terrible. <laughs> and then there's the whole climate argue and uh, arguments, you know, like have you actually gotten into any of the climate change environmental side of things in terms of the, this, this diet and, and yeah like well i didn't realize until actually you know i was already eating you know plant-based foods that how bad animal agriculture is for the environment like it's pretty it's pretty nuts like all the land that's used for the cows or like the what is it like so that the deforesting for the plants, yeah, yeah de to feed the cows, yeah, and yeah, it's just insane. Like I was pretty shocked <laughs> to be honest, because I had just had no idea. Yeah, the um because of the amount of land that Australia has as well, that's like not populated. Um, we're probably one of the. I think I read an article where we're the number one in the world for deforestation, so clearing of lands. Um, purely because cattle, you know, you need an extreme amount of land to raise cattle. And it's something that for some reason in Australia, we love beef. Um, so yeah, it's like from that perspective, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I remember, I think it was like a couple of years ago. I, I don't know when, but like I went to, have you been to the 12 apostles? At all? I, I don't know. I don't think I have. I, I probably should have been by now, but I don't think I have. Because <laughs> if you drive there, you go through like the forests, like near lawn area in um, in Victoria, and you can see the deforestation. And it's like, it's sad. Like, it, it's actually horrible to see. Mm. Like, you're driving through this nice forest, and the next thing you know, it's like, it's, it's just empty fields and you can sort of see like trucks with logs and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's, it's not good to, it, it just feels like we're, we're doing all this stuff for the wrong reasons, I guess. <laughs> we don't, we actually don't need the, the amount of meat and, and produce that we we're clearing lands for. There's, there's better ways to, to deal with it. Have you seen the, um, yeah. the new documentary from um, David Attenborough? I have actually. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that documentary. It's um, it's good that there was something like that's being made because a lot of people, not that they're unaware, but they just 
kind of don't know what's going on. Um, and yeah. unless you've done your own research and looked into it, you wouldn't know, but something like that being put up on Netflix is a good gateway to get people interested in it. Yeah. And especially like David Attenborough, he's like in his nineties and he's 93. Yeah. And he mentioned like about his life and how like, but he did sort of say this is probably going to be his last documentary. And like for that to be his last documentary to give that message to the world, it's, I think it's pretty powerful, Mm. but um, it just goes to show that like, you know, things need to change. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that. Have you, um, have you actually looked into, you know, implementing anything into your, into your life? I mean, obviously being vegetarian is like one of the big steps that, that most people take to, to actually contribute to, to you know, preventing climate change and, and helping the environment. But is there anything else that you've looked at or looked into? Um, yeah, I'd say like, I think about like my car's like on its last legs. So once that's, on it gone i don't even drive it that much anymore anyway like because i I ride my bike to work and back i ride my bike to the to the grocery store like i don't even drive that much it's if i want to go to a skate park i'll probably drive but um so once that car's gone i'm probably gonna not have a car for a little while i'll just ride my push bike to a to b Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. I guess that's a big commitment. Like not to not to have a car to to ride everywhere. Cars are burning, burning yeah. fuel is not is not good for the environment. Obviously, maybe have you looked at uh, electric cars? Yeah, I just I probably can't afford it. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. But like the idea is good, you know. To, to yeah. think that maybe we can have electric cars, you know, moving into the future. Yeah, you're not really into cars and stuff, though, are you? No, not really. <laughs> not at Look, all. Same, same. Not here. I just, I always get um, uh, interested in you know, new technologies and seeing uh, Tesla and some of the stuff that um, fuck, what's his name, Elon Musk is doing. Yeah. Like, did you, see, did you see the Cybertruck that they they released not long ago? Yeah. Didn't they like? Not long after, there was like memes all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they, um, it was, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to have bulletproof. Uh, uh, windows and they fucking yeah. broke one of the windows <laughs> during a demonstration. I think um, they they were hitting hitting the glass with a sledgehammer, oh, and then no. they had like a big like disc sphere or something. Luke might be able to actually look it up. I, I can't exactly remember. I think they were hitting it with a a bowl a, 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 a sledgehammer, and then they had a bowl yeah. ball or some sort of sphere spherical ball that they threw at the glass. Oh no way! But the um. The glass broke when the <laughs> when the actually I think I, shattered. I, I, I think I have seen like photos of that. Yeah, yeah, and it was supposed to be bulletproof, but yeah, I think they're the memes. Yeah, <laughs> so um, toughened glass, um, and I think any type of glass, even if it's like bulletproof, it's really really strong. Um, you know, obviously when you hit it, it won't break, but the edge of the glass is really, really fragile. Oh, okay. And so it can shatter. If the window's like the down edge. or something. And if I, <laughs> Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know if this is built to have windows that go down, especially if it's supposed to be bulletproof, but uh, the, um, 
I think what they said was, if I remember correctly, yeah, the guy I believe I found the, um, the video. Glass yeah, sledgehammer. Adam. Yeah, I bring the video up. We'll see, and then and then I'll finish explaining. <laughs> Is this the one that you're talking about? It's pretty about? crazy. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah, the the demo. <laughs> so that's right like the demonstration was supposed to show that it wasn't going to break and he fucking throws the ball at it and just shatters the, like it doesn't shatter the window completely but it just yeah i think he's going for another oh. another throw on the back window and it, oh. broke, and it yeah. broke too <laughs> And, and it, look, it's in front of a crowd of people. So this is supposed to be like a live, That's live. demonstration. Yeah, that is live. <laughs> so I think if if um, Elon Musk was, when I was listening to him, if I get it correct, is the guy before he, the, the, so the guy who was throwing this, the, the ball, before that they had someone hitting it with a sledgehammer. And he said that hitting it with the sledgehammer um, would have damaged the edges and cracked it so that when they threw the ball, it was oh, okay. already weakened enough that the ball would hit it and make a, a shattered impact into the into the glass. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Do you um do you like uh, you know looking into all the new technologies that Elon Musk has been coming up with, or not really? Oh, uh, not really. I I don't really look into much of what he does. I don't even know what he does. <laughs> Oh, he, mate, he's fucking, is he he's like an inventor? The world. Yeah, yeah, he's taking over the does, world, man. Does, does he have a child name with numbers or something? Oh, yeah, it's a fucking yeah, name. yeah, yes. I, I don't know, I can't remember how it's actually pronounced, but he's, he's yeah, he, he's a bit of a, a weird character. Let's put it yeah. that way. I think he named he named it like the, the, the naming system of the of the name is like he's his favorite of something yeah it's like his favorite plane okay. and then like coupled with a few other things and makes his weird fucking name anyway he's, he's a weird unit he, yeah, but he's like got, he's got insane intelligence fucking insane intelligence he's got that whole spacex um company they're like flying fucking rockets into space oh no shit yeah that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool i might have to have a squiz look it up Oh yeah, fuck. Have a look at have a look at SpaceX and some of the stuff they're doing, man. Like he's they're they're landing um planes or not, not planes, rockets and stuff like all over the fucking all over the universe. <laughs> he's trying to find alien life, mate. Unless he's a fucking yeah. alien himself. <laughs> Could be. Never know. <laughs> Do you know his, his child a code? <laughs> yeah, he's um he's a bit of a weird unit, but. Yeah, he's he's probably not a he's probably not a fucking alien, but he's um one of his companies is AI, you know you know AI artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Is that like the robot? Did he yeah. make a robot? Yeah, like he's a made human like a, robot. Well, I don't know if he specifically made a human like robot. There has been them made, Something but like that. Yeah, he's really um pushing like AI, but he, he's kind of scared as well because like oh, the whole premise of artificial intelligence is that they get their computers that actually learn like themselves off their own experiences. So they program the computer to learn um, certain tasks. And as they learn, they become more efficient at it and they actually like essentially think for themselves. So that's they're, nuts. They're real worried that they'll learn yeah. and learn, <laughs> eventually take over the world. <laughs> yeah. Like what's that movie with Will Smith? GI Joe, is it? No, no. It's or, like, it's a it's like it's like a, a film that's I wrote in there. I wrote yeah that's the one I wrote yeah 
I don't know where the fuck G.I.J. came from. <laughs> I think that's it's like I think set that's in the future movie. and there's like robots, but they're used as like housemaids or type of thing. Or just to do chores or help out like help around the house. And then there's like a new update. And that's when these robots like take over the world and <laughs> yeah, something like that. Hell. You just imagine that happening here, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Just getting taken over by fucking robots. It's not something that I, I want to fucking look forward to. <laughs> nah, that'd be scary. Well, we might not be here long enough if we, if we keep fucking destroying the world. What is it? 20, 2050, we're going to be fucking in flames here. <laughs> it's going to be extreme. Yeah, it is. So, like, like last year at the bushfires, that was insane. Oh, did you actually get caught up in that? No, no, no. It's just like just seeing it, like on the news and stuff. It was like when when did it when did the first lot of fires start? It was like September, I think. Yeah, it was very it started, late in the year. No, it started early. The fires. Well, when, I, when I say late, I mean like the, uh, September's, you know, late yeah. late in the year. Late, late oh yeah, yeah. I, and in through to twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. We were um, in Eden during the fires, oh, New South Wales, yeah, and we actually yeah. got evacuated. So me and Luke <laughs> slept in the boot of my car for New Year's Eve. What? Yeah. Holy shit. So we got, a, we got evacuated. We arrived in New South Wales um, one, one of the day, the first day we got there. The next day was fine. I'm pretty sure we actually went fishing. Then the day after that, we woke up to red skies and fucking like ash. Um, oh, yeah. That would have been and scary. then that night we got evacuated. I'm pretty sure we got evacuated. That was Christmas Eve. Sorry, New yeah. Year's Eve. We got evacuated. Um, we spent New Year's Eve in a field and slept in the boot of our car. Then we woke up the next day, drove back to the camp area, um, got all our shit, packed it up, slept in our friend's cabin for the night and then left like super early, like four o'clock the next morning and had to drive all the way like across West to Canberra, um, through Canberra and then come down the, um, you had to like do a big detour, big detour. I can't remember the freeway we came down, probably the Hume. Was it the Hume Luke? Yeah. Yeah. We came down the Hume. Yeah. So instead of a seven hour drive, it turned into like a, I don't know, 12, 13 hour drive. I think something like that. It was fucking insane. And there was like fire as we were coming out of like some of the, the roads out of like Eden and going West, there was still fire and it was all burnt on one side. And yeah, it was fucking crazy. Holy shit. That, yeah. I couldn't, man, like seeing like the videos and images of, Oh dude, that would've been scary. So heartbreaking as well. Like people losing homes the wildlife yeah, pretty messed up yeah I, I, hopefully that that doesn't happen again but uh, luke was saying the other day that it might not happen purely because there's nothing really left to burn in them areas and if there were more fires to start they would have to start in new areas that didn't get burnt last year but oh yeah it's the whole like climate change thing like you know extreme weather and and you know people accounting or putting it towards uh, climate change and extreme weathers cycles. That, that's why there was fires. Obviously there's always uh, people going to be on the other side saying, Oh, we've had mm. these fires before. And yeah. Yeah. We, we know one thing there's fires just aren't good for anyone. Like have a look at no. uh, in California. Yeah. 
yeah, similar situation. They've been burning for months now, months. Yeah. It's been, it's been out of control there. So yeah, it's uh, not good, but everything seems to be getting back on track, even though there was no restrictions uh, released here in, in Melbourne today. We haven't got any... Um, no, I think there's a delay on the easing, I think. I could be wrong. I don't know. I usually watch his press conferences when he announces yeah. next next week. I think we're restrictions or yeah. whatever. So, have you got any got any plans for for coming out of COVID and what's what's going to be happening towards the end of this year and, and next year? What have you What have you got, mate? What's planned? Bike riding. <laughs> I don't Bike know. Riding. <laughs> I got no plans really, to be honest. Yeah. No. Just relax, mate. Just enjoy. Yeah. You got to think of something. All right. Well. Take maybe photos. that's a good, it's a good well. note. Maybe to end, to end this on to yeah. say that ne- <laughs> next time I have you on, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll 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 explain. You can explain we'll to see, everyone the grand plan. We'll see what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll, I'll get you on again sometime in in the future. But hopefully you were um you got some cool stories to tell us. I yeah, you've got some so. things cooking up. To, so yeah. I'd love to come back and do a episode two. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, it's good fun. We're just we're just starting up all this. So I think your episode five, which I was explaining to you that it'll come out, you know, soon. So um, obviously there's a, there's a bit of a delay because I'm yeah. trying to bulk bulk do some of these episodes. But no, it's it's uh it's going to be good fun. We'll um we'll have you on again. Maybe the, the next time we'll actually be in person because I, I might actually oh, have a dude, studio. Yeah, that, would actually, that would actually be cool coming in doing it with microphones and whatnot yeah yeah fuck yeah man so uh oh, yeah. i think we'll um we'll organize it um before we uh before we say goodbye we'll um we'll get you to give out your socials so people can follow you because obviously you know you want people you want people looking you up well i don't know do you want people looking you up <laughs> i don't know i'm not really not really fast to be honest well if you if you don't want people following you, I'm sure you want people following your band. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, nothing's really happening at the moment. We're, we're on a break, but, um, a burden. <laughs> there, there you go. You heard it first. <laughs> a burden. Follow, follow a, boy, a burden. Go check out Jordan. I'm sure you've got plenty of people that, um, that'll want to follow you, mate. You're a good looking, handsome bloke playing a band. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Don't uh don't jump off the line. We can we can still chat shit after this, but we'll uh we'll say goodbye for everyone listening and watching. Okay. And uh well thanks uh, for having me. I'll, I'll say that. Thank you, mate. I'm I'm glad thanks. you uh I'm glad we could do this. <laughs> yeah, it was actually pretty fun. I was like worried I was like gonna start our stuff up, but no, oh, well. no. <laughs> everyone always says that, but it just uh it the, the conversations just roll. Yeah. I'm glad you had fun. It's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks, mate. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time.